What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Jonas. Uh, today's episode is going to be focusing on NXT UK from December the 5th and the NXT episode from uh, that same day, December the 5th. Um, but before we get started, I just wanted to reflect a little bit on the sad news of the passing of Tom Billington, the Dynamite Kid. Um, so... <laughs> Tom Billington sadly passed away uh, this week at the age of 60 years old. Billington was known for bringing his own version of Strong Style to the wrestling world before uh, Strong Style was even a thing, as well as a blistering array of suplexes and high flyer moves that labelled him as an innovator of his times. Um, his matches with the original Tiger Mask from the early 1980s were truly remarkable and held uh, in the highest of standards even to this day. Dynamite was part of the ever popular and very successful British Bulldogs tag team with Davey Boy Smith until they left for All Japan in 1988. Uh, Dynamite and Davey never really saw eye to eye after that, especially when Davey Boy joined or rejoined the WWF back in 1990 to start his singles career with the company. Uh, Billington and his star will always be remembered as a true pioneer of the wrestling world, especially for his for the smaller generation of wrestlers that were to follow in his footsteps. He inspired many of the most famous wrestlers in the world, including the likes of Chris Benoit, Brian Pillman and Chris Jericho. However, the punishment he put on his body was the catalyst for his eventual disabilities and Dynamite was unfortunately wheelchair bound from his early 40s. I did have the pleasure of watching Dynamite once around 1994 when he was part of a six-man tag um, in an all-stars show at the Town Hall in Oxford. Um, however, it is widely reported that Billington had his dark side, especially in his personal life. Uh, however, many wrestling fans will have fond memories of his wrestling style, his success in the ring and the legacy that he gave to future generations of wrestlers who he inspired to do great things in the squared circle. So, moving on, NXT UK, the 5th of December. Uh, this week's episode starts with a graphic of Jordan Devlin, who will be going up against Flash Morgan Webster in the main event of this first hour. But first off, we see Joe Coffey. Um, no obvious sign of who his opponent is going to be. Uh, Joe Coffey, along with Wolfgang and Mark Coffey, make their way to the ring. And this trio has been setting a path of violence in recent weeks as they set their sights on Pete Dunne and British Strongstyle. Joe Coffey has the mic in the centre of the ring. He says that they have been called ruthless, devious and underhanded and they are all right. The NXT UK is yours Mark and yours Wolfie and this is our kingdom. British strong style, we stood across the ring from you. Uh, I could see it, I could smell it and there is no such thing as big strong boys anymore. The noise in NXT UK is gallus. And we run NXT. So it looks like uh, the Coffees and Wolfgang are going by the uh, moniker of Gallus as their stable name. Then Travis Banks arrives on the stage when Coffee asks him where, he, where he's been. Coffee goes on to say that uh, it was them that put him on the shelf in Cambridge. Co Joe Coffee challenged Travis to a fight. Uh, but this is short-lived as Mark and Wolfgang get involved in a three-on-one attack of Travis Banks until Mustache Mountain. Uh, and the music starts signalling the arrival of Tyler Bates and Trent Seven evening up the numbers. And it looks like... Uh, looks as though we could be seeing a three-on-three -three match in the near future. And remember that Moustache Mountain have a history with the trio of the Coffees and Wolfgang, who are now going to be named as Gallus. 
We then get a backstage interview with Fabian Eichner, who is set to make his NXT UK debut against Mark Andrews next. In another backstage interview, Radzi is talking to Jordan Devlin, who says Pete Dunn has been UK champion for over 500 days and he was able to do what no one else has been able to do when he stuck, struck fear and shock into Pete Dunn uh, as he came close to losing his title. He sends out a warning to Webster ahead of their match tonight and after he beats Webster tonight, he is setting his sights on another championship match against Pete Dunn. So... Uh, we have Fabian Eichner versus Mark Andrews next. Uh, Eichner is the current Evolve champion after beating Shane Strickland in October uh, over in the States and recently defended his title against Cassius Ono in their latest Evolve show, uh, successfully defended his title. However, he's up against uh, Mark Andrews in his NXT debut tonight and both men shake hands prior to the start of this match. Some amazing offence by Andrews in this match as he takes Eichner to the outside with an around-the-world head scissors before nailing a dive through the ropes, taking Eichner off his feet. This was short-lived uh, once back inside the ring as Eichner hits a massive backbreaker for a two-count, appearing to injure um, Mark Andrews' back. Eichner, clearly the stronger of the two, is not getting much offence against a much faster high-flying Andrews as he is hit with an enziguri and a corkscrew sent on for a two-count. Andrews is selling the back after uh, after the backbreaker from Eichner in the early stages, but is still able to reverse a suplex attempt into a hurricane runner for a close near fall in the move of the match so far. Andrews hits a 619 but couldn't follow up as Eichner dumps Andrews to the canvas, adding extra punishment to his already injured back. Eichner nails Andrews with a wicked 360 degree lariat, uh, but soon after Andrews is able to hit a stun dog millionaire from out of nowhere. The crowd chanting NXT as both competitors lay motionless on the canvas at this point. Andrews makes his way to the top rope to attempt a, a leaping stun dog, only to be caught by Eichner in midair, allowing him to hit a wicked brain buster for another two count. Eichner shows that he has some ability in the air as well as he springboards himself up onto the top rope before leaping across to the next uh, rope to attempt a moonsault, unfortunately finding nothing but canvas on this occasion as Andrews is able to move uh, before pulling himself back up to his feet for a leap in some sort of DDT uh, for the closest two count of the match so far. Andrews lands on his feet from a top rope moonsault, uh, but he's only pulled to the outside for his troubles, only to be shoved into the ring steps before being nailed with a running knee, smashing the back of Andrews' head into the ring steps. That looks vicious. After Andrews narrowly avoided being counted out following this uh, this exchange on the outside, Eichner picks Andrews up with a spinning powerbomb and gets the pinfall victory. An impressive win there for Fabian Eichner. That was a super impressive uh, match with uh, an awesome way uh, to start this show, uh, this episode of NXT UK. and must have been amazing to witness the, the match live at the Plymouth Pavilion in person. Both men pulled off some amazing moves during this match, with Andrew showing me more than I have seen from him so far in NXT UK. Uh, he's always been a little bit uh, generic, um, pulling out the same old moves in previous episodes, but I think he uh, definitely uh, showed his best performance here against Fabian Eichner. Eichner, on the other hand, 
uh, demonstrated that he was uh, not, not only a powerhouse of this match, but he can also show some innovation, uh, some innovative offence on the ground as well as in the air when needed. I can easily understand uh, now why he is the Evolve champion and with that performance it won't be long before his name is being mentioned in other championship conversations. This was a match that you have to go out of your way to see. A uh, brilliant way to open the episode tonight. A really top-notch match. Uh, can't wait to see Fabian Eichner again. These two had an outstanding match tonight. We then get a vignette from Isla Dawn, the White Witch of NXT. Once again, another vignette uh, that did what it was designed to do and a great piece of character development uh, that we don't always get to see on the main roster, as I've mentioned many times before. Uh, but you do hear in NXT UK, um, Isla Dawn will be going up against Nina Samuels next. Next, we see a backstage segment with NXT General Manager Johnny Saints, where he announces that Sid Scala will be the assistant to the General Manager to help keep on top of things here in NXT UK. Then, the new NXT Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, enters the picture, asking them to find her some suitable competition. So we go to the match, Isla Dawn versus Nina Samuels. The White Witch, Isla Dawn, makes her impressive entrance for the match with Nina Samuels. Uh, the women's roster in NXT UK is as deep as any other women's roster in the WWE right now. And these two are right up there with the best in NXT UK. Samuels slows the pace down to her level with a tilt-a-wheel backbreaker uh, on Dawn. However, Dawn strikes back with a couple of stiff forearm smashes, a kick to the face of Samuels, followed by a backdrop driver and a knee strike before finishing her opponent off with a gut wrench suplex for the pinfall victory in quick fashion. It appears that WWE and NXT UK think highly of Isla Dawn and possibly have big things in store for her. We then get a video package from last week's NXT UK Women's Championship tournament final match between Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley. Storm mentions in the video that for a few seconds she lost feeling uh, and it made her appreciate how lucky she was and she realised that this was it. This was all she has. Tony went on to say that she realises that Rhea Ripley went on to become the first ever NXT UK Women's Champion but she will be the best NXT UK Women's Champion. Uh, this was another great piece of character development for Tony Storm to help get across more of her personality. Next we have a match between Tucker and Eddie Dennis. Uh, Eddie Dennis comes to the ring looking as intense as always. Uh, Dennis punishes Tucker with a backbreaker for a two count before battering him with several hard forearms to the back uh, of his head and some big knees to the stomach of Tucker. Tucker is able to escape Dennis's offense with some quick pace and a second rope back elbow before Dennis wallops Tucker with a huge clothesline. Uh, followed by his seven bridge buckle bomb before finishing Tucker off with his next stop driver for the win. Uh, not a lot of offense put in from uh, Tucker there. However, uh, this was leading to Eddie Dennis uh, to, to a relatively easy victory uh, as the man from Cardiff remains undefeated in NXT UK. We then see a tweet from Johnny Saints saying that uh, uh, we will have a match next week between Travis Banks and Wolfgang. We will likely see that in uh, hour two of tonight's episode, so stay tuned. Uh, however, our next match is the main event of hour one, Jordan Devlin versus Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, Jordan Devlin is my guy, and he's fast becoming a total package uh, in British and Irish wrestling, with recent matches between Pete Dunne and uh, Chris Ridgway being reviewed here on Wrestling With Johnners. Jordan described 
Morgan as a joker in his backstage interview earlier, but Morgan Webster is one of the most talented competitors in NXT UK and will be some tough competition for Devlin, Devlin tonight. The match really gets going when Devlin hits uh, Webster with a slam and a standard moonsault combo for a two count. Devlin adds insult to injury when an inverted backbreaker, uh, with an inverted backbreaker, sorry, before nailing his opponent with a wicked clothesline before applying an abdominal stretch on Webster. Webster comes flying out of the corner with a flying lead to the chest of Devlin, flooring him, uh, and uh, he makes a spirited comeback with a couple of drop kicks before hitting a top rope Hurricane Rana, but only for a two count. Devlin regains control uh, with a face wash boot to Webster in the corner, followed by his patented rip cord backdrop driver for an impressive close near fall. And that 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 move just astounds me every single time. Truly awesome move. Webster stuns Devlin with a big headbutt, sending the Irishman to the outside. Webster hits the rude boy block uh, off the steel steps onto the outside, but Flash may have injured himself more uh, with that move as he climbs to the top rope for a huge top rope somersault sent on, only to be caught by the raised knees of Devlin, allowing him to hit his Irish call finish finisher for the hard four win against the spirited Flash Morgan Webster. Before we uh, get stuck into hour two of NXT UK from uh, this week, uh, just a quick word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by Finishing Move Limited, specialising in the simple, stylish and versatile to help you elevate your everyday. Check out their Instagram at Finishing Move Limited and find their elevated essentials range at finishingmovelimited.com. So we're back for our two of NXT UK from the Plymouth Pavilion. Uh, they opened the show advertising the match tonight between the returning Travis Banks and Wolfgang, as well as an appearance from the first ever NXT UK Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley. Uh, the first match of the second hour is between Joseph Connors and Dan Maloney. We last saw Connors after his victory against his former tag team partner, Saxton Huxley, and it isn't long before Joseph Connor takes control in this match against Dan Maloney. Uh, the fans are firmly behind Dan Maloney um, and he is able to put together some offence against Connors, including an impressive spine buster for a two count. This is all short lived, however, uh, from Maloney as Connor strikes back with a sunset buckle bomb before finishing Maloney off with his don't look down face buster for the win after only four minutes. Joseph Connors has looked very impressive over recent weeks and could be a force to be reckoned with in the future. Uh, we will hopefully see a new feud and some tougher competition for Connors very soon. We then get a backstage confrontation between Isla Dawn and NXT UK Women's Champion Rhea Ripley, possibly leading to a title match between these two very soon. We then get a confrontation outside the arena between Mustache Mountain uh, duo of Tyler Bates and Trent Seven as they're taunted by Gallas, Mark and Joe Coffey and Wolfgang. Uh, they almost get into a scuffle in the parking lot before Johnny Saint and Sid Scala gets involved to break the two teams up. Next we have Wild Boar Mark Hitchman versus the Bomber Dave Mastiff. This match should be one to watch between two very unique, tough and unpredictable individuals. Mastiff starts the match by unleashing several elbows onto Hitchman, but Hitchman does manage to get Mastiff down onto his knees before hitting a senton onto the back in uh, onto the big man in the corner. 
Hitchman's offence is short-lived as Mastiff strikes with a series of punches, followed by a running sent on. After a brief comeback from Hitchman, Mastiff nails Wild Ball with a drop kick, sending Hitchman flying into the corner before squashing him with a running cannibal uh, for the easy 1-2-3, keeping Dave Mastiff undefeated in the process. Uh, there are f- uh, f- just a few individuals that still remain undefeated, to the best of my knowledge, in NXT UK, with Mastiff being one of those. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they have in store for the big big man. Um, we may not have long to wait uh, to see what's in store for him, as we see him in a backstage segment saying that he's heading straight for the top, as another undefeated NXT UK competitor, Eddie Dennis, looks on in the background. Tyson T-Bone is up against Liguero next. Liguero is announced as being from Leeds, England, although I was certain that he was a Mexican native. Uh, The things you learn, eh? This was a competitive match between T-Bone and Liguero that went over six minutes with Liguero coming out the victor after a hard-fought battle, finishing his opponent off with a top-rope frog splash and is in the process of putting together an impressive winning streak following his one and only loss to Jordan Devlin a few weeks ago. Then we get an appearance from the first ever and current NXT Women's Champion Rhea Ripley. Uh, She's all about opportunities, she says. Uh, She took her opportunity and became the champion. And she has handpicked someone out the back to uh, be given an opportunity of a lifetime. Out comes Candy Floss, who is likely to be an easy opponent for the champ. Uh, Candy Floss hits a drop kick to the surprise of Ripley, motivating the champion to hit a drop kick of of her own to regain control of the match with some kicks and punches in the corner before executing her rip-tied pump handle slam for the easy win. After the win... Ripley lifts her opponent off the floor before raising her hand to show uh, a sign of sportsmanship before nailing Candy Floss from behind with a clothesline to the back of the head uh, before laying in a brutal attack on the defensive youngster, sending out a clear message to the rest of the females in the locker room. Then we see a backstage interview with Flash Morgan Webster before he spots and approaches Fabian Eitner. Uh, Webster says that he didn't appreciate how he took advantage of his tag part partner Mark Andrews last week. Uh, Eichner told Webster that if he has such a problem with how he conducts himself in the ring, why doesn't he do something about it in the ring next week? Morgan Webster accepts his challenge and the match will be taking place next week. Then we get a segment backstage from Sid Scala as he announces next week's main event between Trent Seven and Joe Coffey, as well as news about the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. Then we have our main event for Hour 2, Wolfgang versus Travis Banks. Wolfgang is accompanied by Gallus, um, his uh, Gallus teammates of Joe and Mark Coffey. This will be the first match for Travis Banks on NXT UK TV, and we have not seen him inside an NXT ring since the finals of the UK Championship Tournament this summer, uh, when he lost in the final of the tournament against Zach Gibson at the Royal Albert Hall. It was soon after this that Travis was supposedly attacked by members of Gallus who put him out of action until very recently. We also saw Travis Banks at uh, uh, Progress Chapter 78 when he came out to attack Ilya Dragunov and David Starr, um, causing an end to their match in Manchester, setting up a feud with Dragunov on that brand. However, back to tonight, uh, Banks unloads on Wolfgang with stiff forearms, rocking Wolfgang to start the match followed by several strong kicks and stomps, knocking Wolfgang into the corner. 
Wolfgang takes the upper hand by running Banks shoulder first into the ring post, sending him to the outside. Then, like a pack of dogs, Joe and Mark Coffey surround Banks, distracting him long enough for Wolfgang to drive Banks shoulder first into the ring steps. Once back inside the ring, Banks hits a running drop kick, sending Wolfie into the corner before nailing him with a double stomp, sending him to the mats back outside. Then in the move of the night, Banks launches himself off the top rope with a stomp to the back of Wolfgang's head for a two count. In a predictable turn of events, Mark Coffey gets up on the ring apron to distract Banks, allowing Wolfgang to strike with a big boot, followed by a back sent on and a spear for another two count. Just as Banks regains control of the match, again, uh, the Coffee brothers get up onto the ring apron, leading to, leading to Mustache Mountain to run to the ringside to deal with the two members of Gallus. Uh, as all of this is going on on the outside, Travis Banks sees an opening and dives through the ropes onto both of the Coffee brothers on the outside. At the end of the match comes when Wolfgang tries to suplex Travis into the ring from the outside when Travis, uh, sorry, when Trent Seven holds onto Wolfie's feet, allowing Banks to fall onto his opponent for the cover and the win thanks to the assist from Trent Seven. Seven and Bate raise Travis's arms in victory on the stage to end our two of NXT UK. So, uh, on to the uh, NXT December the 5th show from Full Sail. This is the first show from the most recent set of tapings following TakeOver War Games a couple of weeks ago and should show some storyline development heading to next week's uh, next month, sorry, TakeOver Phoenix. First up we see Matt Riddle. Um, Riddle's music, entrance and character um, is already over massively with the NXT crowd and will no, ha no doubt have a bright future in NXT and WWE. His opponent, uh, Punishment Martinez, a mainstay in Ring of Honor and his NXT debut tonight. Uh, there are dueling chants from the fans as this match gets underway. Punishment rocks Riddle with the stiff blows, taking Riddle off his feet. Riddle is soon able to turn the tide with several kicks in the corner. Punishment Martinez prevented a running corner attack from Riddle by nailing the bro with a brutal uh, cyclone kick for a two count. Martinez stuns Riddle with a powerful clothesline before Riddle takes it uh, to his opponent with a series of chops, kicks and back elbows, bringing Martinez to the canvas before attempting the bro mission, which he's eventually able to apply for the submission win and yet another impressive showing from the King of Bros. There were some bright spots in the match for Martinez in his debut and it was a shame to see him up against the brightest prospect in NXT at the moment and losing in his NXT uh, debut. Uh, however, as Riddle was making his way to the, up the ramp and back to the locker room, he is attacked from behind with a huge elbow from Cassius Ono sending Riddle off the ramp as Ono looks on. We then get a video package highlighting uh, the human highlight reel ricochet before getting a parking lot interview with the man himself with his North American Championship where it's announced that he will be defending his North American Championship belt next week on NXT. Then we get a video package from Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker Knight. We then see a tweet from William Regal announcing that in three weeks there will be a fatal four-way number one contenders match for the NXT Women's Championship with Bianca Belair being the first woman added to that four-way match, uh, having won a qualifying match uh, a few days earlier to see who will face Shayna Baszler at TakeOver Phoenix. 
Then we have a match between the Forgotten Sons uh, versus Real, Mendi- Real Mendoza and Alberto Carrillo. Cutler and Blake with Jackson Riker uh, on the outside. Um, essentially, it was, a, it was a bit of a squash match. Some, uh, well, there was some lovely lucha high fly moves from Mendoza and Carrillo, and I would have liked to have seen more from these two in this match. Uh, the match ends when Cutler spikes Carrillo onto his head from a second rope from the second rope before hitting their Scorpion Death Drop finisher for the win. We then get a backstage segment from the Undisputed Era. Um, all of them are together in what appears to be uh, the back of a van, actually. Uh, Bobby Fish addresses EC3, saying that he isn't just the guy. He is the guy that you've been warned about. Adam Cole reminds us that this is their era, and that is Undisputed. Then we get a match between Dakota Kai and Shayna Baszler. This is a non-title match. Of course, Shayna Baszler being the NXT Women's Champion. Uh, Remember that Dakota Kai and Shayna Baszler had a a bit of a mini-feud earlier on this year. Shayna enters this match with her horsewoman stablemates, Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafira. And uh, with all three of them in the ring, they look like an intimidating force. Kai strikes first blood with a soccer kick and double foot stomp, taking Baszler to the outside. Baszler soon takes control by wrapping Kai's leg around the ring post. Once back inside, Baszler takes control with some joint manipulation, eventually snapping Kai's arm backwards as the fans chant, you suck, towards Baszler. Kai take, uh, makes a comeback with a back mule kick, followed by several short punts to the head of her opponent while hanging on to her hair. Kai takes it to Baszler with two running boots to the face, um, but Baszler is quick to make sure that she is not hit by a third as she nails Dakota Kai with a brutal-looking knee to the face for a two-count. Kai makes a brief comeback with another boot, uh, this time flooring Baszler to the canvas before nailing a double foot stomp from the top rope for a two-count. Baszler counters an attack from Kai to hit a gut-wrench suplex before being able to apply her Carafuda clutch for the submission win. Baszler celebrates in the ring with her horsewomen stablemates and after the win all three members of the horsewomen lay in the boot to Dakota Kai until Ayo Shirai runs to the ring to make the save. That was a really fun competitive match, furthering the story between Baszler and co against Kai and Shirai who have allegiances with Kairi Sane, of course. Then we get a backstage vignette uh, featuring uh, Dijokovic. Um, I'm not sure if I've pronounced that correctly. Uh, formerly Donovan Dijak from Ring of Honor, um, who I believe will be a featured player on NXT when he re-debuts very soon. We then get reigning NXT champion Tommaso Ciampa come to the ring um, and dresses the fans in attendance with Goldie, his championship bout. Tommaso starts by saying that another takeover is in the books and Tommaso Ciampa is once again the MVP. He has proved to be the man of his word. He has exposed the fairy tale and managed to turn the dream into a nightmare and you still and you you still refuse to accept me as your NXT champion. He then goes on to uh, point to the fans saying that they don't believe in him and the voice of NXT doesn't believe in him also while pointing at Mauro Ronaldo. Uh, but mamma mia, here I am. We then get the arrival of Alistair Black to interrupt Champa's promo. Uh, Alistair says at NXT TakeOver he absolved Johnny Gargano of his sins, sins that you created Puppet Master. Alistair then tells Champa that he wants to invoke his 
uh, right to a rematch for the NXT title at TakeOver Phoenix. This prompts Johnny Gargano to enter onto the ramp to say that Alistair is getting ahead of himself, talking about a title rematch. Uh, me and you are not finished. Thank you for absolving me of my sins, but this is over when I say it's over. Uh, Johnny and uh, Alistair Black have a stare down in the centre of the ring uh, before Tommaso Ciampa says that he loves what his former DIY partner leaves Johnny wrestling in the back and you come out here and become a Johnny Badass. We then get a Johnny Badass chant from the crowd. Then Tommaso Ciampa starts getting involved as Black and Gargano stare um, each other down in the centre of the ring, ended by saying that he thinks they should end their feud the right way inside of a steel cage. Black says that he will take on Gargano anywhere, including outside of the parking lot. Johnny stops him by saying, the parking lot, how did that work out for you last time? Black attempts a black mass on Johnny Gargano, but Johnny is quick to avoid it. However, Black tries a second black mass, this time on Ciampa, taking him clean out um, off the ring apron and to the floor as Gargano walks backwards up the ramp with Black's music playing to end the show. This was a great episode of NXT from beginning to end with the closer segment further advanced in the feud between Alistair Black and Johnny Gargano with the subplot of who will be the next man to face Tommaso Ciampa, possibly uh, to take on uh, Ciampa at TakeOver Phoenix in January. Uh, that's all from this week's episode of Wrestling with Johnners. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, later this week, so I'll be doing a, a full rundown of Progress Wrestling's latest chapter, Chapter 79, which took place a couple of weeks ago. Apologies for not getting around to it so far. It's been a, a busy week work-wise um, and one or two things. Um, I'll also soon be reviewing uh, later on this week NXT UK and NXT um, from uh, December the 12th episode. So I hope you enjoyed the show, and if you have any questions about the show or any feedback, uh, please get in touch. Just simply email wrestlingwithjohners at gmail.com. Give us your feedback, give us your thoughts, uh, please get in touch. You can also get in touch via my Twitter page. Um, go to Twitter, and it's at withjohners underscore WWJ. Or visit my YouTube page by searching Johnners Wrestling. I'll be back very soon for another episode of Wrestling With Johnners, but in the meantime... Please like and share this episode to your friends and family uh, if you enjoyed what you heard. Take care and uh, speak to you all soon. Mm-hmm.